The moment you step aboard a luxury cruise ship, your every need and want is taken care of. Every day at the Tradition at Morse Life feels like life aboard a luxury cruise ship with more of everything that makes life wonderful, like first-class service, first-class food, first-class amenities, and first-class fun, all-inclusive. At the Tradition Assisted Living, you'll feel more vibrant, more energized, and more inspired to make the most of every day. You'll be more comfortable and more connected to friends and to family. Even new grandbabies and great-grandbabies will be little celebrities when they visit you at the Tradition. Best of all, you'll have more care when you need it and more freedom when you don't. Visit the Tradition at Morse Life and see how much more life can be. Tour online at morselife.org or call 561-250-0017. The Tradition at Morse Life. More caring and more community. Because at Morse Life, we're committed to giving you more. Are you confused or just plain bored by the new tax laws? The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants have studied every line of the thousand-page bill and know all the ways that you can benefit from it as well as all of the hidden traps you need to avoid. If you're a business owner, you may be able to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. But in order to take advantage of them, you may have to make some changes. The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants can easily guide you through these muddy waters. Having over 37 years of financial experience, the staff at Zachary Financial Consultants include CPAs, certified financial planners, and attorneys. They regularly assist their clients in making sure they're maximizing their after-tax investment performance, that their families are adequately protected in case of a catastrophe, and in providing a customized financial plan which they help to implement and monitor. At Zachary Financial Consultants, every client is treated with personalized care as if they were part of the family. You can speak directly with the CEO, Mitch Zachary, at 561-508-8446 or email him at mzachary at zacharyfinancial.com. They are conveniently located in Palm Beach Gardens and they offer free consultations. That's Zachary Financial Consultants, 561-508-8446. Chabad Hebrew School. Teach them today for a brighter tomorrow. At Chabad Hebrew School, learning is always fun and kids don't want to miss a day. Give your children the greatest gift of all, the gift of a strong Jewish identity through a solid Jewish education. Sundays, 10 a.m. to noon at Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. Call us at 561-624-2223 to schedule an appointment or online at jewishgardens.com. Are you retired or nearing retirement? By now you probably realize that nest egg you had set up is not nearly enough to carry you through retirement. Here's some good news. They specialize in retirement planning, estate planning, income taxation, and investment strategies for people who are retired or approaching retirement looking for ways to maximize their income. It's not too late to get on the right track to financial freedom. Mark Lenski has been a financial advisor since 1986 and carries a certified financial planner's designation and all the tips, tools, and secrets you need to find financial stability. They also focus on 401k plans and passive real estate solutions. So whether you're retired, nearing retirement, or just want to stay ahead of the game, contact Mark Lenski to set up your consultation. 561-328-7391. That's 561-328-7391. US1 and Donald Ross, right in Juneau Beach. Investment Group is an independent firm with securities offered through Summit Brokerage Services, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. You're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the Rabbi and the CEO, brought to you by Morse Life Health System, the gold standard in senior living. Now, back to your hosts, Rabbi David Vigler and CEO Mitch Zachary. 
separating the facts from the fiction and the Baba Mises from the bottom line. You're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the rabbi and the CEO. Mitch Zachary is the CEO of Zachary Financial Consultants. I'm Rabbi David Vigler of Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens, where you'll find traditional Jewish values for contemporary Jews just like you. Learn about us online at www.jewishgardens.com. That's www.jewishgardens.com. Good morning, Mitch. How are you doing this morning? I'm wet, Rabbi. I'm wet. <laughs> Not so bad yet. <laughs> the eye is yet to come. Rabbi, why does this happen? Why do we have to have hurricanes like this? Hurricanes. Why Should I get my ark ready? You know, that's a good question. This, uh, these hurricanes are, uh, are just an incredibly uh, powerful and awesome experience, uh, quite uh, concerning. And uh, we hope and pray, pray that everything will work out for the best. Everybody will be safe. Property will be, will be secured. Do you remember Hurricane Matthew two years ago? Was that two years ago? Well, the last bad one was Irma. Well, right. That was, two years that was, ago. That was actually it was supposed to be a Category yeah, that four wasn't, or five. I think I that think hit was, on the West Coast worse than it here. It was supposed to hit here, I think. Right, directly. And yeah. we end, it, it, that one ended up going to Naples. Key West and I think it was Naples yeah, and Jacksonville. And Na- yeah. It was all over the place. Yeah. That one was all we, over. We still had over 100 mile per hour winds. Right. But you remember Hurricane Matthew. It was two or three years ago. This was a Category 5 direct yes, hit on that. Singer Island, Palm Beach Gardens, direct. I remember we actually, we had some members of the community came over to us and said, Rabbi, you have got to get out. You've got to evacuate. <laughs> so we left. And I just remember it was about 10.30 or 11.30 at night. And at the last minute, the 11th hour, it just hooked right and went off into the Atlantic Ocean. Do you remember that? Yeah, what an amazing yeah. experience that was. Yeah, I'm here 10 years. That was uh, the first time I actually had to put my shutters up. And thank God I didn't have to, but I did. Right, because we had about seven years of nothing, right? Right, right. And I, now it's like every I'm year. I'm here since 09, and now we, this is the second one in like three years. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going Is God angry because I moved out of New York? Well, let me ask you did, did this we question. Just, did we here in South Florida do something wrong? Well, Mitch, this, this inspires a good question. Does a hurricane, an act of nature so massive like that, does it inspire faith in you? Does it have any impact upon your faith, your okay. religious conviction? It's humbling. That's my question. That's yeah, exactly my question. Humbling. It is humbling because it shows no matter how much material wealth we have, no matter how safe we feel, in a moment's notice, it could all change. You could lose everything. You know, it's, I love how you said that, that you, you feel, what was the word? It's humbling. Yes. You said the hurricane is humbling. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the rabbi and the CEO, Mitch Zachary, CEO of Zachary Financial Consultants. I'm Rabbi David Vigler of Chabad Palm Beach Gardens, where you'll find traditional Jewish values for contemporary Jews just like you. Learn about us online at jewishgardens.com and send us an email to rabbi at jewishgardens.com. That's rabbi at jewishgardens.com. And we, we are... Hoping and praying, praying for all of the residents of the state of Florida and the uh, Caribbean else. and anywhere else in the line of the storm that everyone should be safe, protected, healthy. We hope everybody's preparing for the storm adequately, you know, proper preparation. 
uh, is is critically important, and that we hope and pray that uh, everybody will be safe, and there should be no damage, not to people, not to property, not to animals. God forbid, everybody should be safe and secure. But yes, Mitch, I'm so glad that you said that. That here you are, you're a successful CEO, well respected in the community. You've built yourself up. You've built yourself a tremendous life, and you know you you can say, look, you have the honesty, the integrity, the you know the humility to admit and say, yeah, comes a hurricane, and no matter how much money you have, no matter how many cars, or how many golf clubs, and how many uh, mansions or cruises or vacations you have, this is something which we have no control over. We have no control over such a thing like a hurricane, and it reminds you to, you know, to be a little humbler. By the way, that is the meaning of the yarmulke. The yarmulke that we wear upon our heads is an Aramaic word, two words, Yerei Malika, which means awe of the king or fear of the king. I like to translate it as awe of the king, which reminds us that there is something above. There is something higher to which we are accountable. And like the yarmulke sits above our brain, this power is higher than our logic, higher than our ability to understand or comprehend. Just like a hurricane. We don't understand why hurricanes happen. Who can justify or condone? Yeah, this place needed a hurricane, God forbid. But when, when you see this awesome power, you're humble to the realization that there is something above you, and that's the message of the yarmulke. So um, I just want to point out to uh, a quick story. When I came here in uh, 2009, I was... Uh, meeting with somebody who was a Palm Beach resident, and I don't remember which hurricane it was, but he's a Palm Beach resident on the island, living in a gazillion million dollar house, and he told me that they went almost 30 days without fresh water. Wow. In Palm Beach. In Palm Beach. Well, it is an island. Right. So if the rich and powerful... Oh, that's an interesting point. Could be forced to suffer from a hurricane. No amount of money. Nobody's safe. No amount of money could get you fresh water during a hurricane in 2009. That's pretty humbling. That is very humbling. That is very, very humbling. Very interesting point of that. You know that uh, Hurricane Andrew hit. Everybody talks about the Hurricane Andrew uh, building codes, right? The whole state of Florida, I think, changed in 1994. For the better. Yeah. At least through the building codes, yeah. Yeah, tragically. What a, a tragic way to learn that lesson. But uh, in, when Hurricane Andrew hit, 1994, the Rebbe, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Schneerson, the leader of the worldwide Chabad movement, was still alive. He was actually ill after he had, a, he had had a stroke in 1992, but he was alive. And they asked him, what would be with Hurricane Andrew? My, grandfather, my wife's grandfather, Rabbi Krinsky, who today is the chairman of the worldwide Chabad movement is the Rebbe's chief of staff. He asked the Rebbe, what will be with Hurricane Andrew, the Jews of, of Miami, Miami Beach? They want to know, should they evacuate or not? Now, if you remember, you weren't here in Hurricane Andrew, neither was I. No. But they, um, you know, they were evacuating Miami Beach. The island of Miami Beach was being evacuated and, and forcibly evacuated. But the Rebbe said then that everything will be fine. They should not evacuate. Well, I didn't say he said everything will be fine. He said they don't need to evacuate. Miami Beach, Miami Beach he said, will be fine. They don't need to evacuate. Because Southern Florida exactly. He said He said they shouldn't evacuate Miami Beach. Now, the Rebbe was, had, a, had, a, he had, had a stroke at the time. So he wasn't able to speak from 1992 to 1994 when he passed. Now, they asked the Rebbe if, if, they, uh, if they should leave Miami Beach. And the Rebbe made with his hand, like, no. 
He made a hand motion, no. So that's a very bold statement to say to someone, to an entire community of Jewish people in Miami Beach, not to leave during Hurricane Andrew. So they asked again, and they changed the question. Could you indicate with your head, should they stay or should they go? And, and he made with his head like a yes. Well, I, I'm, I, however they phrased the question, it became right. abundantly clear. They asked a positive and they asked in a negative way, so they should stay, yes. Should they leave, no. Do you know what I mean? And it became very clear from the Rebbe's responses that everything will be fine they should, uh, in Miami Beach and they shouldn't leave. And that's exactly what happened. The Jewish community of Bell Harbor in Miami Beach stayed behind and the other various communities, the Chabad community stayed behind, and we know what happened, that at the very last moment, the hurricane swung south. At the very last moment, it swung south, and it went towards Homestead, which ultimately became, which ultimately became, um, I think people have left Dorel, and, and I think yeah. that's what built Boca Raton. I think everybody moved from Maybe. Homestead, and that's how well, Boca Raton, Palm Beach Homestead County. I don't know if people moved to Boca Raton, but well, the area was devastated. I had heard such a thing yeah. that maybe Boca Raton became was Boca. Boca Raton used to be like a little uh, farming village until Hurricane Andrew, which is when everybody started moving up north. In any event, my point is, is that it's very interesting and humbling to see that comes a hurricane, and you can have all the money in the world, and the nicest that's condo, right. and the best real right. estate, and you know, you're totally powerless. If, if, I mean, you could have a generator. That's not going to guarantee you fresh water. Okay, you could lose into you could still lose your internet, which today you know that would be to most people losing the internet might be as bad as losing the fresh you water. Know, if you lose the internet, then then someone said to me that he lost the internet for a while during a hurricane. He had no choice but to speak to the members of his household, <laughs> and they seemed like nice people. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there'll be some reconciliations again. You know, the only time that we ever had to cancel Shabbat services at the Chabad Upon Beach Gardens was last year during yes. Hurricane Irma. I think it was coming on Shabbos or something. Yeah. It was so quiet. I think Saturday night has been a really hit, but the curfews were out. I don't remember exactly. Mm -hmm. but, but I remember that. We the only time home. you had to you had to cancel. Yeah, uh, we just stayed home. It was it was so strange. We just yeah. all home together. It was beautiful. But, I mean, obviously it was beautiful inside. Thank God. But but uh, yeah, it's just interesting. So Mitch, I think that's a very important message of uh, of the hurricane, as as terrifying as it is, is to remember that it's the hand of God and it's the inexplicable hand of God. It's the awesome, almighty, and all powerful hand of God, and, and, you know, just like in Hurricane Andrew when we had a holy man, the Rebbe, that we could turn to for guidance, you know, each and every one of us has a direct connection with God. Every single one of us has a direct connection with God. And that's why I want to encourage our listeners. As Hurricane Dorian makes its way towards this region, and hopefully it should never get here, it should go away from any place inhabited by human beings. It should go to the middle. It should dissipate and disappear. But as the hurricane heads that way, I want to encourage you to explore your personal connection with God. I want to encourage you to log on to a special prayer website that we here at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens have, have designed, have built for you. It's at jewishgardens.com forward slash crisis. Jewish gardens.com forward slash crisis where you will be able to find special prayers from King David's Psalms, which Jews have recited in times of need, in times of distress, in times of trouble, where you can recite those prayers slowly in English and, and find your own personal connection with God. You can find those prayers online at jewishgardens.com forward slash 
crisis to find the prayers. You should probably print them out before the storm in case uh, power cuts out. And you at least have those prayers with you. Because, you know, when you're alone, when you're in a storm, have you ever been dur during a storm, Mitch? Oh, the the, for me, the worst was last year during Irma, where I looked out my window and I saw these strong palm, palm trees. Snapping like twigs. Yeah, moving in the wind. And it's like these are strong trees meant, you know, meant to last hurricanes. That's why they're, 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 they're the right trees, you know, uh, indigenous to our property. And I saw them swing. That is the power of the Almighty. Yes. Yes, no, no human force can do that. Nothing. You know, right. we were we were watching with our little kids. We, had, we, you know, through the hurricane glass windows, and we watched my wife's favorite tree in the backyard just snap in half like nothing. Wow. And the little kids were devastated. They were de they wanted to have nothing to do with Irma, nothing to do with Irma. One of our neighbors, her name is Irma. <laughs> they were like, we don't want to go there. We don't want to talk to her. <laughs> they, they were a little confused, you know, the three and four year old boys, you know, they were a little, a little confused about Irma. Why does she have to come and visit? We don't want to see Irma, you know. But, but, but really, it's a time to for us to recognize our humility, and embrace our, our vulnerability, with the Creator of the universe. You know, we have an entire Jewish holiday dedicated to celebrating this vulnerability, this humility before God? Yes. It's coming up pretty soon. Yes. Sukkot. Is that one of your favorites, Sukkot? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Which is your favorite holiday? I'm trying to remember. Do I know your favorite Jewish holiday? I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Not Yom Kippur, right? Definitely not. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Uh, uh, no, I don't think I really have a favorite holiday. Yeah, it's a good question for you, Mitch. That's what a is your favorite for our Jewish listeners. Holiday? Yeah, I wonder what your favorite Jewish holiday is. In fact, I want to encourage our listeners to send me that information. I would like Passover if it wasn't a week. If it was like two days. Yeah, if it was two or three days, I could deal with it. Although, I mean, I love that everybody gets together and you have a nice Seder. That's nice, right? Yeah, that's nice. But eight days, it's a little yeah, long. Yeah, by the 56th day, I'm like, I'm eating bread. I can't deal with this anymore. Mitch, don't say that. <laughs> don't eat the bread. It's biblical, man. This is heaven, God it's Almighty. Hard. That's a hard one. That's, Mitch, you I can actually survive become, without the bread for eight listen, days. I become Sephardic. I okay, eat rice. So you, can eat I get rice. Sushi. you can eat the rice and the legumes. But just don't eat the bread for eight days. Anyways, one holiday at a time. Okay. One holiday at a time. The holiday we're talking about, the holiday of hurricanes, well, it's not really the holiday of hurricanes, but the holiday associated with the mindset of the hurricane is the holiday of Sukkot, which is the second half of the high holidays. You know, everybody's heard of the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which, by the way, this year begins at the very end of this month, at September 29th. Sunday evening is the first day of the high holidays of the new year, and we hope to have you join us at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. We have a seat waiting for you. Please reserve your seat at georgegardens.com forward slash RSVP. That's georgegardens.com forward slash RSVP to reserve your spot for the high holidays. We are sure that you'll have a pleasant and meaningful experience. It's warm, it's welcoming, it's social, it's spiritual, it's great fun. We even have a nice kiddush afterwards. Awesome kiddushes. That's the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens High Holidays where there's a seat for you. Just reserve at jewishgardens.com forward slash RSVP. But the second half of the High Holidays, right, you're worried about Pesach being eight days. The High Holidays is like 30 days. No, it's like 20, 20, 21 days. From Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, right? But after Yom Kippur, we have the eight-day holiday of Sukkot. Sukkot is when we build huts. Well, for you, it's eight days. For everybody, it's eight days, no, Mitch. No, no, no. What am I going to do with this guy? <laughs> to most of our listeners, yeah, but to most of our listeners, it may be an eight-day celebration, feast, but we work, 
You know what I mean? We, we, you know, Mitch, I got to tell you, I'm from South Africa, okay? I'm from South Africa. Now, South Africa is a very traditional Jewish community, very, very traditional Jewish community. And over there, everybody considers themselves the non-observant Orthodox. That's what they call themselves, the non-observant Orthodox, which means I know what I should be doing. I might not do, be doing it yet, and that's the key word. I might not be doing it yet, but at least I know where I'm heading towards. You know what I mean? But for you to tell me that, that the holiday doesn't apply to you, Mitch, come on, a Jew is a Jew. The Torah was given to me. The Torah was given to you. You know, we all have our own challenges. You know, and, and everyone's on their own spiritual journey. My favorite part about that holiday, Sukkot, is sharing a, a meal in your sukkah. And you better be there, Mitch. This year in the sukkah, we've actually uh, redid the patio this year. It's nice. going to be a nicer sukkah, God willing, a little bit nicer. Every year we try to make the mitzvah That's a little more highlight. beautiful. Uh, honestly, other than that, I might go to, I think I, I might go to shul. We, it's the first two days Well, the, the Chabad Men's right? Club is building the sukkah at the shul in a couple I've done weeks. That. I've done We're that. having the, the, the sukkah barbecue for the men's club in I've a couple weeks' that. time. But back to the festival, Mitch. I, 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 we love having you back in our sukkah. A good, a good l'chaim. It's wonderful. The it's weather's wonderful. amazing. It's Your a little kids warm. kids are great. It's wonderful. It's great. Right? I always meet interesting people. That yeah, time. yeah. We love having you, Mitch. But um, what I was saying is that when we build the sukkah, the theme, the message of the festival of sukkot, su- sukkahs, sukkahs. Sukkahs means huts. It's a biblical commandment to build a hut, to move out of your house, and to live outdoors for eight days. That's the mitzvah, the biblical commandment. You shall live in the sukkah for eight days. We eat there. Some people sleep there. We hang out there. We socialize there. What's a sukkah? It's a, it's a temporary structure with a, with, a hut, with, a, with a ceiling made out of foliage, foliage that's disconnected from the ground. You know, the, the, the ceiling is made out of palm branches. It's made out of uh, whatever grows in the ground that's disconnected from the ground. What's the point of moving out there? To remind us to be humble. We move out there to remind us that just like when we came out of, the, out of Egypt, out of slavery in Egypt, 3,330 years ago, God cared for us in the desert for 40 years. He provided for all of our needs. He protected us from the weather, from enemies. He fed us. He clothed us. He, he quenched our thirst. Just like God took care of us back then, so too God takes care of us every single day of the year. And that's the message that we experience when we're in the sukkah. I, mean, I have to tell you, I love sitting in the sukkah and just meditating. It's an immersive, meditative experience. It's really beautiful. How do you meditate with eight kids around you? Well, you know, you give them, you give them tasks. Or you talk to them, <laughs> or you sit around the table, Mitch. You sit around the table, and, and you're, I want you to picture the scene. Imagine you're sitting in the sukkah, the weather's nice. You know, you're in the shade because you got the foliage. The kids are around the table. You've seen this in my sukkah. Yes, you got times. you got you got your wife and your children and the guests around the table, the fine dishes, beautiful, you know, china and crystal and delicious food. Everybody's dressed to the nines as a Jewish holiday. And and there's an, there's this, there's an atmosphere of peace of serenity, of brotherhood around the table. I, I, I hate to say it, but you don't really see it so much today in today's world where the whole family is sitting around the table and guess what? Nobody's on their phones. There's no TVs blaring because it's Yontif. It's the Jewish holiday. And nobody's on their phones. And nobody's running or coming or going. Everybody's just seated. Calm. And you know, and you share a story with your kids. You tell your guests about the meaning of the holiday. You share the meditation. And, and, and you watch the children's faces and you sing a song. And, and, and it's so beautiful. It's so peaceful. Mitch, it's amazing. But you, don't you 
enjoy that every Shabbos? We do. And, 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 and that's something which we cherish. And it's so precious to us. It's so incredibly precious to us. That's what we're doing here during the Jewish festival of Sukkot. Of Sukkot. And uh, it happens. It's coming up in just six weeks' time. Sukkot starts um, just about the middle of October. Right, because Yom Kippur is, I think, the eighth and the ninth of October, and uh, Sukkot is just four later. days after. Four days, four days, four days after that, right? After Five. the end of Yom Kippur. After the end of Yom Kippur, it's like the fourteenth of October or something like that, and that's when we build the Sukkah. We move out of our homes because we're reminded that we are vulnerable. So let to me God's, ask you this, Rabbi. To God's uh, power. We just have a few minutes left. I got to ask you this though. How would you handle if the hurricane, which we're now experiencing? were to come on Sukkot. <laughs> it actually happened to me. My very first year that I, the Hana and I moved to Palm Beach Gardens, it must have been 2005. And I just remember that that first year, I don't remember the name of the hurricane, we were renting a house in Palm Beach Gardens, and we, you know, it's that first first uh, uh, summer in Palm Beach Gardens, and, and you know, they talk about a, a hurricane coming, and they're talking about clearing away the, uh, you know, the, the, gr- the, the, the barbecue grill, and you should move around debris around the house. So my landlord comes, and he sees the sukkah in the backyard. He's like, I think that's debris. You know, that's debris. You're going to have to move that. And it's the middle of sukkah, so I'm like, Dude, this is the Jewish holiday. I gotta, I gotta live in that thing for eight days. He's like, uh, I think that's gonna destroy the house, man. So we actually, uh, you know, we were just married and we didn't have any kids yet. So I remember taking down the sukkah. You took it down. And we got onto an airplane and we flew to New York. <laughs> and the next year we did the same thing. It was two sukkahs in a row. The next year, the same thing happened. I remember I built the sukkah for the first half of the holiday, and I spent the second half of the holiday, which is Simchas Torah, the, the dancing, the joy with the conclusion of the Torah. That's we a good holiday. Oh, that's one amazing. of my favorites. That's, it's the end of sukkah. That, yeah. That's the last day of sukkah. Yeah, that's a good so one. So we did that. We actually shut down the sukkah again, brought it indoors, and got on an airplane. The first two sukkahs we celebrated in Palm Beach Gardens, we had to take down a sukkah, 2005 and 2006. Okay, so, so just, just to retract, to, to, to go back, if... The hurricane. You have now. You have a fairly elaborate sukkah. It's pretty big. We see it about thirty people. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been there with. I think we had expanded people. this year. I think. Okay, you set it all up, and that's not easy. I know you've made it easier, but it's still it's not easy. You get the word a hurricane's coming. You're afraid it'll it could destroy your house, cause a lot of damage to your house. You take it down. That's the answer. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, God helps those who help themselves. You can't sit there and expect uh, a miracle to happen to you. You've got to, you've got to do what you have to do to be safe. You know, there's the famous story of the of a, of a hurricane which comes to uh, a certain place, and the guy, uh, the, this guy, sees the water rising, and he climbs from the first floor to the second floor because the water is covering the first floor. You know the story. It's a famous story. You heard mm-hmm. it. And then the water covers the second floor, so he climbs up to the roof. And I'm sitting on the rooftop of his house, and uh, and a boat comes by, and he says, "Come jump in the boat. We're going to save you." And he says, "No, no, no. I'm relying on God." And then uh, a little while later, a second boat comes by, and he says, "Come. The waters are rising. Get in the boat." And he says, "No, no. I'm relying on God." And then eventually, a helicopter comes. He's on the tippy top of the roof, you know. Uh, you know, the helicopter comes. Come. They, they catch the rope. We're going to save your life. He says, "No, no. I'm relying on God." Eventually, the guy drowns, and he comes before God, and he says, "God, how can you do this to me?" To which God responds, I sent you two boats and a helicopter. What did you want? You know what I mean? You've got to do your part. We, if you want to make money, you better get a job and pray to God. 
right? You want to get healed from an illness, you better go to a doctor, eat healthy, take the medicine, and pray to God. You got to, you know, if you want to, uh, whatever you want to do, you, you've got to plant the seed and, and do what you have to do. You want to be safe, then secure your home, put up your hurricane shutters, make sure that you're prepared for the hurricane, and pray to God. And for this, I want to tell our listeners to please log on to our website before the hurricane, jewishgardens.com forward slash crisis. That's jewishgardens.com forward slash crisis, where you will find prayers that we've prepared for you from the book of Psalms of King David, prayers that Jewish people have recited since time immemorial in times of distress and crisis, where you can find your own personal voice and prayer to connect with God directly. God created the hurricane and God can remove it. He, maybe he might be just waiting for your, for your appeal. That's georgegardens.com forward slash crisis to find your personal connection with God. God might just be waiting to hear from you. He might just want your attention. And um, to that, I, I, I urge you to please turn to our website, georgegardens.com forward slash crisis. Print it out before the storm in case power goes out and you'll have those prayers to be able to recite. God bless you. We shall be safe. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. The moment you step aboard a luxury cruise ship, your every need and want is taken care of. Every day at the Tradition at Morse Life feels like life aboard a luxury cruise ship with more of everything that makes life wonderful, like first-class service, first-class food, first-class amenities, and first-class fun, all-inclusive. At the Tradition Assisted Living, you'll feel more vibrant, more energized, and more inspired to make the most of every day. You'll be more comfortable and more connected to friends and to family. Even new grandbabies and great-grandbabies will be little celebrities when they visit you at the Tradition. Best of all, you'll have more care when you need it and more freedom when you don't. Visit the Tradition at Morse Life and see how much more life can be. Tour online at morselife.org or call 561-250-0017. The Tradition at Morse Life. More caring and more community. Because at Morse Life, we're committed to giving you more. Are you confused or just plain bored by the new tax laws? The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants have studied every line of the thousand-page bill and know all the ways that you can benefit from it as well as all of the hidden traps you need to avoid. If you're a business owner, you may be able to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. But in order to take advantage of them, you may have to make some changes. The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants can easily guide you through these muddy waters. Having over 37 years of financial experience, the staff at Zachary Financial Consultants includes CPAs, certified financial planners, and attorneys. They regularly assist their clients in making sure they're maximizing their after-tax investment performance, that their families are adequately protected in case of a catastrophe, and in providing a customized financial plan which they help to implement and monitor. At Zachary Financial Consultants, every client is treated with personalized care as if they were part of the family. You can speak directly with the CEO, Mitch Zachary, at 561-508-8446 or email him at mzachary at zacharyfinancial.com. They are conveniently located in Palm Beach Gardens and they offer free consultations. That's Zachary Financial Consultants, 561-508-8446. Chabad Hebrew School. Teach them today for a brighter tomorrow. At Chabad Hebrew School, learning is always fun and kids don't want to miss a day. Give your children the greatest gift of all, the gift of a strong Jewish identity through a solid Jewish education. Sundays, 10 a.m. to noon at Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. Call us at 561-624-2223 to schedule an appointment or online at jewishgardens.com. 
Are you retired or nearing retirement? By now you probably realize that nest egg you had set up is not nearly enough to carry you through retirement. Here's some good news. They specialize in retirement planning, estate planning, income taxation, and investment strategies for people who are retired or approaching retirement looking for ways to maximize their income. It's not too late to get on the right track to financial freedom. Mark Lenski has been a financial advisor since 1986 and carries a certified financial planner's designation and all the tips, tools, and secrets you need to find financial stability. They also focus on 401k plans and passive real estate solutions. So whether you're retired, nearing retirement, or just want to stay ahead of the game, contact Mark Lenski to set up your consultation. 561-328-7391. That's 561-328-7391. US1 and Donald Ross, right in Juno Beach. Investment Group is an independent firm with securities offered through Summit Brokerage Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. You're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the rabbi and the CEO, brought to you by Morse Life Health System, the gold standard in senior living. Now, back to your hosts, Rabbi David Vigler and CEO Mitch Zachary. Separating the facts from the fiction, the Bubba Meisters from the bottom line. You're listening to the Sunday Schmooze with the rabbi and the CEO of Zachary is the CEO of Zachary Financial Consultants. I'm Rabbi David Vigler of Chabad Palm Beach Gardens, where you'll find traditional Jewish values for contemporary Jews just like you. Learn about us online at www.jewishgardens.com. That's jewishgardens.com. And send me an email. I'd always love to hear from you. Personally, check my emails at rabbi at jewishgardens.com. That's rabbi at jewishgardens.com. Gardens.com. Good morning, Mitch. And how are you preparing Robbie, I'm for so tired. this awesome hurricane? I'm so tired. Building an ark is not easy. <laughs> You're building an ark. That's the only way hurricane to survive Hurricane-proof ark? Yes. You know, it's interesting. Noah's ark, I wonder if it was hurricane-proof, because those winds were insane during the, har- the, the, the story of Noah's ark, the biblical episode of Noah's ark. Hmm. I don't know. This, this is going to be a bad one. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts about the storm? Um, I have no patience for this. It's interrupting my life. And I, I, I wish that uh, it was just a little bit of rain. You know, um, I'm with you, man. I'm totally with you. But you know that Noah, you know, at, at our daughter's bas mitzvah a few, a few months ago, we made a family tree, which goes back to Adam and Eve. Do you know that Noah of Noah's Ark is my grandfather 120 generations ago? It's amazing. I'm, I'm not going to feel all of our grandfathers? Yeah, that's exactly right. We all, 100%, <laughs> true, 100%. Noah is obviously the only survivor of mankind. We all, so we're 120th cousins, Mitch. Well, the only Jewish survivor. That makes us 120th cousins. Related. I know we're related. I know 120th cousins. With our connection, we'd have to be related. That's amazing, right? Go Noah was enough. born in the year 2705 BCE, and he died in the year 1755 BCE. He had quite a long life. 2705 BCE was when he was born. He died in 1755 BCE. And Noah, uh, Noah was uh, the one who he was a very good businessman. He floated a company when everybody else was in liquidation. <laughs> <laughs> no, Noah's Ark. So Noah's Ark was, was probably the first time in the history of the world when the mighty powers of, of Mother Nature, you know, what, what we call God Almighty, were unleashed. And tragically, and tragically, mankind was decimated with only the survivors of Noah and his wife, their three sons, and their, uh, and their spouses. I have to press you. You have to what? Press you. Go for this. it. Was it the entirety of mankind or 
primarily where Noah was located. Well, the Torah tells us that it was all of mankind. That's what the Torah says. Okay. Now, I got to tell you. That's your story. You're sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, why should I believe otherwise? I mean, like, wh- why should I think that it was not... Well, let, let's well, let say give you proof. So. I'll give you a little proof, right. okay? Noah's Ark, we're talking about the hurricane today, God forbid, and everything should be healthy, and everybody, everybody should be fine. Our prayers go out to all the people in the storm's path. We hope and pray that the storm will disappear and just get lost to the middle of nowhere where nobody lives. Everybody should be healthy and, uh, and secure. But uh, Noah's Ark was actually... The, to- the Torah tells us that it landed on Mount Ararat. So it says in the Torah, Har Ararat is where it landed. Now, Mount Ararat is still called by that name to this very day. It's on the border of Turkey and Iran. Not a very safe area from what I understand. But the border of Turkey and Iran is a mountain range where uh, Mount Ararat is the tallest mountain in the area. And you can go right now to Google Images. You can just go to Google right now and search um, search uh, Noah's Ark, Mount Ararat, and you will see a, uh, a Google image. Google image of the Ark of Noah on top of this mountain. It's amazing because it has the same dimensions as the, uh, as the biblical Ark. And the funny thing is, is that this, there's actually a monastery that they built over there. This uh, Ark is hundreds of miles away from the ocean. That's just very interesting. Why would anybody build a boat, an ancient boat, hundreds of miles away from the ocean, on top of a mountain, noch, on top of a very, very, very high mountain, right? In fact, this, this is, a mountain is so high that all year round it's covered in snow and ice. Mm-hmm. The only time that you can see it is during a very, uh, is after a very calm winter. The following summer, the snow is melted to the point that you can actually see the, the remnants of, of, the, of Noah's Ark. But, but yeah, I mean, no, the story of Noah's Ark really reminds us about God's incredible power over mankind and that we are not in this on our own. That there is a supreme being, a, a, a ruler of the universe, a creator of the universe who cares deeply about us and cares deeply about our actions. And, you know, thankfully, the result of the flood, you remember what, 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 uh, what deal we signed with God after the, after the Ark of Noah? Was that Noah, the, um, the seven? Um... No, there was, it, it, yeah, there was, there was, a, there was a deal, the man that Noah made with God. It was and that's the seven, where we have a rainbow. The seven laws of Noah, exactly. The seven laws of Noah, which are the seven universal laws of mankind, which have actually been ratified and endorsed by every president of the United States of America since Reagan, I believe. Every president has endorsed the seven universal laws of Noah. I'm going to just read them to you, just tell you them quickly. They are, in no particular order, not to commit adultery, not to commit idolatry, not to serve idols, only the, only the creator of the universe. Not to murder, not to steal, not to blaspheme against God, not to be cruel against, uh, to, uh, to animals or humans. And the last one is to set up courts of law and justice. Very good. Right? One more time. No, no adultery, no idolatry, no murder, no stealing. No, no blaspheming God, no cruelty to, to man or animals, and setting up a court, courts of law and justice, right? Those are the seven universal laws of Noah. And as a result of that agreement, God made a rainbow. And the rainbow was the sign of God's unconditional love for mankind. 
that no matter how angry God might ever become in the future with mankind, he will never destroy the world again like he did at the time of Noah's Ark at the time of Noah's flood. And that's, by the way, the reason when you see a rainbow, you're supposed to make a special blessing. Really? I take a picture. You take a picture? Does it come out in pictures? My wife does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a special Some blessing. There's a special blessing you make on a rainbow. Did you know that, Mitch? No. The blessing you make when you see a rainbow is, uh, it's a bit of a long, a little bit of a longer blessing. It says, Blessed are you, Lord, of our, Lord, uh, Lord our King, King of the universe, who remembers the covenant, and is faithful to his covenant and keeps his promise. Every time you see a rainbow, you're supposed to thank God for keeping his word. You know, your word is your bond. Mm -hmm. We say, God, thank you for loving us unconditionally. It says in the Talmud that there was a time in Jewish history where there was no rainbow seen for an entire generation. Why? Because God never needed to show the rainbow, which was a sign of his love despite his anger. Right? When you see a rainbow, it's not exactly the biggest sign of you know, of God's loving us. It means mm -hmm. that he's, he's loving us despite his anger, right? So there was, that, there was a particularly righteous generation, that of King Chizkiyahu. There was, um, there was no rainbow at that time because the entire generation was really righteous. It says that even the little children were proficient in Torah like, uh, like it's never been done before. So in that generation, there was no rainbows. But today when we see a rainbow, we, we remembering God's unconditional love for mankind that He'll never again destroy the entire world at one time like He did during Noah's Ark. And that leads us really to, to the hurricane, which Hurricane Dorian, which uh, God forbid is heading its way over to us tonight and everybody should be safe and healthy. But did you know that there's a blessing you're supposed to make over a hurricane? No. Yeah. Let's hear it. We need this. This is an important blessing. What kind of blessing would you be making? What kind of bracha? I mean, you make a blessing Dear on God, Allah. please don't let this hurricane damage me <laughs> or my property. That's not a blessing. That's a prayer. Please, God, please. That's not a blessing, Mitch. That's a prayer. But, you know, you make a blessing thanking God for the bread that we eat, mm -hmm. for, the, for the wine that we drink. We make blessings over all sorts of uh, great experiences. Okay, so if a blessing is thanking God. How yeah. do you, why would you thank God That's for a hurricane? That's the question. So what on earth are we blessing God for during a hurricane, right? There's actually a conflict in the Torah about which blessing you're supposed to make over a hurricane. There's two options. You can take your pick, right? It's a little unclear from the Jerusalem Talmud and from the Code of Jewish Law. But basically, the Code of Jewish Law rules that you're allowed to pick whichever one you want. Either one of these blessings you can pick. And, and they are as follows, okay? The one is, the shorter blessing is... Baruch atah Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the Universe, Oseh Ma'aseh Bereshit, Maker of the works of creation. Maker of the wonders of creation. So basically, you're blessing God. For making a hurricane? Well, you're recognizing God. Why would, I, why would I be thankful for a hurricane, Rabbi? You know, Mitch, I think herein lies a very profound realization. You know, hurricanes can be a very terrifying experience. You know, when you're in your home and you actually are thinking, I've experienced this, you know, when you think that there's quite the possibility of my entire roof being blown off and being completely exposed to the wrath, to the, to the randomness, um, the wrath is probably the wrong word, but to the randomness of what could potentially happen. I mean, you feel so vulnerable. I got my, my siblings calling me from New York that I need to get a life jacket. I mean, 
It's terrifying. What do you mean get a life jacket? I remember last time I had family calling me up, begging me to evacuate. Right, and you asked them, where exactly should we be evacuating <laughs> to? I mean, the state of Florida is one peninsula. <laughs> you know, I remember somebody evacuated to Orlando last year. And, 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 I mean, and who knows? It could have been the Orlando went also. to Orlando. They right. went to rental Airbnb without any hurricane window or anything, right? right? At least I don't. So during a hurricane, it's very, very isolating. It's a terrifying, fearful experience. And I want to just validate this fear that many of our listeners could be experiencing right now as we brace and hunker down for what could potentially be a very dangerous storm. God willing, it will never t come to fruition. It won't even make landfall before, you know, it would just disappear like, like other hurricanes have done before. But the blessing that we make, Mitch, removes from us that fear. It removes from us that sense of isolation, that loneliness, that, that fearfulness of randomness, of chaos, when you realize and you acknowledge and verbalize that God is the almighty conductor of the entire universe. That blessing you make in the hurricane. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, maker of the works of creation, is a profound affirmation of faith, recognizing that it is God Almighty who ultimately is in charge. And when we can strengthen our faith, by reciting that blessing, you're supposed to say the blessing when you hear a very powerful wind, like a very noisy wind, you should make that blessing. You should really do it only once during the hurricane. You're affirming your faith and, and your belief that God is in charge. And you, and, and you then strengthen your trust in God to say that God is my father. God is my beloved, loving parent. And like, I love my kids in an inexplicable, endless love. You remember that God loves me. I'm a God's child. He loves me with that same endless love of a parent. And God would never hurt me. It's that realization that the Torah tells us actually has the power to transform the outcome of a crisis. Well, let me tell you something, Rabbi. I've never blessed a hurricane before <laughs> or blessed God for a hurricane, <laughs> but I will this time. You know, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that message. God willing, you won't need to because there won't be a hurricane and it won't make its way over. But the other blessing, there's another version of that blessing in the Torah. It goes like this. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, whose power and might fill the world. So you, you're, you're acknowledging not necessarily God as the maker of the works of creation, but God whose power and might fills the world. It's a very similar blessing. The underlying theme, Mitch, is that God is in charge and God is in total, full control of everything, no matter what. No situation is too great or too difficult for God to manage, for God to maintain, for God to avert. And I think that's a very powerful message of comfort here. It's a very powerful message of comfort that you're not alone. God is the supreme power and we cannot ever outsmart Him. Well, as I said earlier, hurricanes humbled me. Yeah. You know, they, it's a very humbling experience to be sitting in your house, no matter how big it is, and listening to the sounds yeah, of the like, wind. It sounds like a train of going on top of your roof. Of the fury of nature. Right. The fury of, saying, of the Almighty. So that's right. Don't call it the fury of nature. Don't even call it the fury of Mother Nature. Call it the, 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 the power of God Almighty. And that's the purpose of the blessing. When we, recognize, when we have the courage to say this blessing, we're now realizing that God is ultimately the only 
powerful being in existence. There is no other being, and we have to make sure that when we are in a good relationship with God, when we are connected with God by fulfilling His directives and His requests, we'll be okay. You never want to have the most powerful entity on the other team, right? You want to have God Almighty, the Almighty Being on your side, on your team, and that's what's going to get, bring you the best possible result. You know, so the Kabbalah tells us, Mitch, that the realization that God is in charge and the realization, that, you know, the, the, uh, the affirmation of your faith and the trust in God that the outcome will be good, that God will never abandon me, that God will make this good, that faith, that trust actually has the power to avert the evil decree, to change it, that it won't be a bad outcome. Very good. So that, my friends, is the, is the meditation which I'd like you to consider tonight as the hurricane makes landfall, God forbid, on uh, the mainland here of the United States of America. Every, everyone should be safe and healthy. And I want to encourage you also to, to, take, you know, to do everything that you need to do to be prepared for this hurricane. You know, you can't rely on miracles. It's not enough to have faith and, and, and prayer and trust. You have to also prepare yourself properly. What do you have to do to prepare for the hurricane, Mitch? I know you got to get water. you got to get bottled water in case uh, there's gas a boil, in your car, in case boil they, water they alert. They can't pump gas. Right, you got to make sure you got gas in your car. Your hurricane shutters are up. You've got to make sure that um, in all those checklists that they put out there. Batteries. Right, you got to make sure your cell phones are charged, your backup batteries are charged. Um, you got you to make sure you got those flashlights and you got a plan and you know what you're doing and you're as prepared as you are. So you've got to prepare yourself. Make sure that, you're, that you know you know, you got a plan B somewhere. You know, you got some sort of arrangement in place. But beyond that, and you don't need a rabbi for your physical preparation for the hurricane, but I do want to tell you this, that there is a spiritual preparation as well. And that spiritual preparation for something as humbling as a hurricane is that I want you to, to explore your personal connection with God by, by making a personal prayer to God throughout this hurricane. Oh, and we've created a special website which we'd like you to uh, explore. It's jewishgardens.com forward slash crisis. jewishgardens.com forward slash crisis where you can find selected prayers from King David's Psalms that we Jews have recited since time immemorial, since forever. Whenever we were in trouble, whenever we've been in crisis, these prayers are in English. And you can recite them on your own. I encourage you to print them in case the power goes out. Print these prayers before the storm. So you're able to print, to, to recite the prayers of King David, which are very powerful prayers. You know, the, uh, the uh, Kabbalists tell us that if we only knew the power of the words of King David, of the Psalms of King David, how they shatter all evil decrees, in their journey up to the heavenly throne, we would recite them incessantly. We should read these words of Psalms, say them at every opportunity. You'll find those Psalms, we've prepared them for you online at jewishgardens.com forward slash crisis, where you've got those Psalms of King David in English, uh, prayers that you should recite and print out before the storm, so you'll have them ready. But also one more thing I want to tell you, Mitch, is that you know what protects security or provides security to our homes? Mezuzahs. The mezuzah is very, very important to make sure that you have a mezuzah on all of your doors and that that mezuzah... Not just a mezuzah, but one with a good uh, parchment in Exactly. It. Not just a mezuzah, but a kosher mezuzah. A kosher mezuzah is critical. If it's not kosher, it's worthless. A kosher mezuzah means that it has to be written with proper ink like a Torah scroll on parchment, 
It's got to be perfectly intact. It can't be uh, impacted by the weather, you know, by uh, humidity or uh, or any, um, you know, uh, salt in the air. You know, there's rust or whatever, mold. That mezuzah has got to be intact. Every single letter has got to be perfect, which is why you have to check your mezuzah once every three years to make sure that you're safe. If you want the safety, if you want the divine blessing associated with the mezuzah, you've got to make sure that you have a mezuzah on every door in your house except for the bathrooms. And also that those mezuzahs are kosher. We've made it really easy, by the way, Mitch, really easy here at the Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens to make sure that you have kosher mezuzahs and that they're, and that they're being checked. All you need to do is log in online to our website. Go to jewishgardens.com forward slash security. If you just go to jewishgardens.com forward slash security, you'll see an, uh, uh, the, the ability to buy new mezuzahs or to check your old mezuzahs. All you do is you fill out the form, the easy form, and drop the mezuzahs off at the Chabad. We will check them for you with an expert scribe. We'll send you a photo of the interior and send it back to you so you can put it back up on the, on the door. That, that can be done online easily at jewishgardens.com forward slash security. That's jewishgardens.com forward slash security where you can make sure that your mezuzahs are kosher and checked. Now today, you probably don't really have time to check your mezuzahs, but you can at least make the commitment. Make a commitment in your mind that, God willing, everything's going to be okay after the storm, but I will check my mezuzahs. So well, how do we check? You take them off your door, you drop them off at the Chabad, and you fill out the form at georgegardens.com forward slash security. That's all. And we will take care how of the rest. How quickly will you turn it around? It takes about a week or two to get them checked. So what about your house? It's unprotected. Wh- no, while the mezuzah is being checked, you are Safe, And that's okay. why when you make that commitment right now, Sunday morning, before Hurricane Dorian makes its landfall on, on uh, Florida, God forbid, it should never happen. When you make the mental commitment right here, right now, I will check my mezuzahs. And I encourage you right now to go onto the website, jewishgardens.com forward slash security. Make that commitment. I will check my mezuzahs. It's just $12 a mezuzah to get it checked by an expert scribe. Or you just make that commitment. You're already being secured. Right? And if you can just make that commitment, then you're already preparing yourself spiritually for tonight's storm. That you'll be safe, you should be secure, you have God's protection, even though the mezuzah wasn't actually checked and actually returned back to its place. The very fact that you're going to do that and you registered it online, the, the Torah tells us a good thought is considered like a deed already. So, you, so I encourage you strongly to log in online right now to jewishgardens.com forward slash security to make sure that your mezuzahs are kosher, bringing you divine protection from God Almighty. The same power that's bringing this hurricane is the same power that is protecting you through those mezuzahs. So, um, Mitch, that's, that's really um, a very important way to prepare for this hurricane. And I want to encourage our listeners to, uh, to um, be prepared and to remind yourself that God is the cause of these awesome works of creation. It's that blessing that we recite when we hear the hurricane, Blessed are you, Lord, God, King of the universe, who performs the, the acts of creation, as well as the other blessing, which is um, who, uh, acknowledging God whose power and might fill the world. And when we recognize that God is ultimately in charge, I find that very encouraging. It's humbling to experience a hurricane. But when you know that God is watching over you, I find that very encouraging. Do you feel the same, Mitch? Well, I, you know, I, the way I feel is I'm humbled by God every day. And every day I say the Shema and I say out loud my thankfulness to God for giving me everything I have, for giving me another day. 
So I'm very humbled every day and happy that guy gave me another day. You know, I think that a, that a hurricane can be a deeper humbling experience. No question. So here you are, and, and every, I think every person experiences their humbling experiences, you know, but sometimes some experiences are more humbling than others. And here you are when you're experiencing a hurricane, God forbid, I think we all are experiencing a collective sense of, of humility before God. And you know what? Maybe God just wants our attention. Maybe God just wants your affection. What would you do if your child wasn't talking to you for a week? Mm-hmm. What would you do? Maybe you cut the credit card. Maybe you freeze the credit card. You think you're going to get a call from them? Probably. No, maybe. Mitch, if you are... If, if, Depends how bad the reason why you haven't heard exactly. from them. Exactly. So a hurricane is like a really big reason, right? right? So, so I think that maybe God is trying to get our attention. So let's give him that attention. Let's make sure everybody's safe and secure. God is our loving parent, cares for us like you care for your kids. Like you love for your, your grandkids. That's how God loves you and loves me. That's very comforting, Rabbi. Thank yeah, you for that. so all we need to do, just connect with God. Connect with God through prayer. Speak to God right now. Find your, your prayer at georgegardens.com forward slash crisis. That's georgegardens.com forward slash crisis. And make the move, make the commitment to make sure that you've got a kosher mezuzah on your door, that your home, your loved one, your country, your city, your state will be safe and secure by logging online to georgegardens.com forward slash security to make sure that your mezuzahs are kosher, they're checked, they're up to date, and they are providing you with all the safety and security that you need for you, your loved ones, and your neighbors. Mitch, let's all be safe. Let's hope everything's going to go smooth. No hurricane, no landfall. Everything's going to be great. And we'll see everybody next week. Shalom in great peace. Thank you. The moment you step aboard a luxury cruise ship, your every need and want is taken care of. Every day at the Tradition at Morse Life feels like life aboard a luxury cruise ship with more of everything that makes life wonderful, like first-class service, first-class food, first-class amenities, and first-class fun, all-inclusive. At the Tradition Assisted Living, you'll feel more vibrant, more energized, and more inspired to make the most of every day. You'll be more comfortable and more connected to friends and to family. Even new grandbabies and great-grandbabies will be little celebrities when they visit you at the Tradition. Best of all, you'll have more care when you need it and more freedom when you don't. Visit the Tradition at Morse Life and see how much more life can be. Tour online at morselife.org or call 561-250-0017. The Tradition at Morse Life. More caring and more community. Because at Morse Life, we're committed to giving you more. Are you confused or just plain bored by the new tax laws? The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants have studied every line of the thousand-page bill and know all the ways that you can benefit from it as well as all of the hidden traps you need to avoid. If you're a business owner, you may be able to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. But in order to take advantage of them, you may have to make some changes. The professionals at Zachary Financial Consultants can easily guide you through these muddy waters. Having over 37 years of financial experience, the staff at Zachary Financial Consultants include CPAs, certified financial planners, and attorneys. They regularly assist their clients in making sure they're maximizing their after-tax investment performance, that their families are adequately protected in case of a catastrophe, and in providing a customized financial plan which they help to implement and monitor. At Zachary Financial Consultants, every client is treated with personalized care as if they were part of the family. You can speak directly with the CEO, Mitch Zachary, at 561-508-8446 or email him at mzachary at zacharyfinancial.com. They are conveniently located in Palm Beach Gardens and they offer free consultations. That's Zachary Financial Consultants, 561-508-8446.
Chabad Hebrew School. Teach them today for a brighter tomorrow. At Chabad Hebrew School, learning is always fun and kids don't want to miss a day. Give your children the greatest gift of all, the gift of a strong Jewish identity through a solid Jewish education. Sundays, 10 a.m. to noon at Chabad of Palm Beach Gardens. Call us at 561-624-2223 to schedule an appointment or online at jewishgardens.com. Are you retired or nearing retirement? By now you probably realize that nest egg you had set up is not nearly enough to carry you through retirement. Here's some good news. They specialize in retirement planning, estate planning, income taxation, and investment strategies for people who are retired or approaching retirement looking for ways to maximize their income. It's not too late to get on the right track to financial freedom. Mark Lenski has been a financial advisor since 1986 and carries a certified financial planner's designation and all the tips, tools, and secrets you need to find financial stability. They also focus on 401k plans and passive real estate solutions. So whether you're retired, nearing retirement, or just want to stay ahead of the game, contact Mark Lenski to set up your consultation. 561-328-7391. That's 561-328-7391. US1 and Donald Ross, right in Juno Beach. Investment Group is an independent firm with securities offered through Summit Brokerage Services, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Summit Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.